Good morning. It is December the 14th. Today is Wednesday, midway through the week. Some people call it hump day. I just call it Wednesday. I'm just saying. Um, so how has your week been so far? Um, has it been a very productive week? Uh, or just has it been a week? Now, some people say, well, it's a week. <laughs> how has your week been so far? And I pray that your week um, has been productive for one. And I pray that the desires of your heart, um, you actually accomplish those things, you know, based off of the work that you put into it. Because um, it can happen, but are you willing to put in the work to, to make it happen? Are you willing to do those things that is required of you to make those things happen? So good morning. And I pray that now that you're awake, that you are alive and well, because you're on this side of the dirt, you're on the side of the dirt to where you're still living. You know, there's someone who didn't make it to see this week. There's someone who didn't make it to see this morning. Someone who didn't make it last night to wake up and to open the eyes and to be able to touch and reach out and touch someone or to have someone respond to them. So good morning to you. That's why I say good morning every morning to you, because it is a response that we have. When I do something and you can do it in return, that is only because we're alive enough to do it. And life will always be a response to what you do with it. Peace. Good morning. Ta Da Lee. Always going to say it like that. Good morning uh, to you. So for everybody that is watching, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're either watching this live on uh, LinkedIn or you're watching this live on Facebook, um, or you're listening to the replay in the podcast distribution, iHeartRadio, um, Podbean, Apple Music, um, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, whichever platform that you so choose to listen to your podcast on. Thank you uh, for being here. Okay, that's a new name. I ain't seen you in a minute. Uh, peace. Good morning. Um, yeah, today we're we're going. Let me put this up before I forget where this came from. Well, I'm not going to forget where it came from. For those that was here yesterday, um, you know where it came from. Today's conversation. Um, so yesterday we were talking about Be Quiet. And Dr. Jennings was on and she was watching. And she had made a statement that in her quiet time, her soul responds. And I was like, ooh, that's that that's deep and it cut that I was like you know what I want to give it I want to give that saying its own platform to talk about because when she said my soul responds that just it just hit me so deep to the point to where I felt it like have you ever read something and you feel it deep inside and you'd be like, ooh, you, you make that sound like, mm, I felt that. And that's what it was like when I read that. My soul responds. So today's conversation is your soul will respond. Right. Because it gives it a different context because your soul will respond to what it is supposed to respond to. There's a difference. Like, what do you give your soul to respond to? And what is the response that your soul takes in action when you do certain things? 
man, that's deep. All right. I'm not going to be on long, not today, but I just want to do what is required of me. Do what is what that do what I'm supposed to do to deliver this because it was delivered to me as a gift. I'll put it that way. Dr. Jennings, I appreciate you for giving this gift of uh, allowing us to to know and to and to examine how our soul can respond. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into it. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited about this because my soul responds like it just sounds different. Don't it? It just sound different. Like you just supposed to close your eyes when you say it and just say my soul responds. That sounds like a book. I'm just saying I'm not going to write it. So whoever takes this title and write a book, hey, give me my one percent of sales. I'm just saying. But my soul responds. Would you pick up a book if you've seen it and it said my soul responds? You'd be like, ooh, let me let me just read the preface and see what this talking about <laughs> by itself. Just it has a lot of shock value. All right, that's enough. All right, so for those that may be new to the platform, you're going to get definition of words. And then in the definition, it's going to be inverted, uh, whether it is white over red or red over white. Uh, and the difference on this platform that I like, it is an interactive platform. So if I say white over red and you uh, agree with that, that color code, then you define how you see it. And then if it's red over white, then you pay attention and focus to the words that are in red. And then you can expound on it on how you see it. Or if I say white over red and you think it's red over white, cool. Then put your own terminology in your own understanding, because a lot of these definitions been written like way in the 1700s. Not that it's not relevant, relevant to today, but we can create it as a relatable uh, moment to how we see things in this moment, like right now in today's times. So let's go with the very first definition. So. Respond. The first definition of respond, it says to say something in return, make an answer. And the inversion on this that I like, and it was like an aha moment for me, is red over white. Now, if you see it as white over red, then you put down why you see it as white over red. If you see it as uh, red over white, then I mean, you can you can match me. You know what I'm saying? You can put that down there, too. But I see uh, what stood out to me is red over white, which is make an answer. Like sometimes you have to make an answer. It would answer itself. Now, when it says make an answer, that's not really saying I'm forcing the answer to come out. But to make an answer, that is still you possibly sitting in your quiet space, closing your mouth, writing, writing it down, journaling, whatever it is. You're making an answer because you want it to manifest. That's when I see uh, make an answer is I am manifesting what I want because I know how I want to respond to it. Because when you try something and you actually do something, that's two different things. I can tell you I'm going to try to call you after three o'clock. But if I don't call you. Then you're going to feel some type of way. But if I make it my mission to call after three o'clock, then therefore I made the answer because my response was different because I told me 
that there is no other option or no other alternative but to make this happen. Like we want to sit and, and worry and be concerned about our fears or sit and worry and be concerned about what other people are doing. But when are you going to make your answer? When are you going to make and decide and to choose you this day? And make it your answer and stop making it your option. Oh, that's deep. Stop, make it your answer and stop making it your option because you know when you make something your option, you probably not really paying attention to it. You're probably really not putting the energy that is required to make that happen into it. And when you are making it an option, almost nine times out of 10, it's not going to work or it's not going to happen or you just don't care um, the, care about the outcome because it wasn't important to you. You didn't have a focus on it. And because you didn't have a focus on it, then therefore I am not in favor. I'm I'm okay with however these things fall because I didn't make it important to me to make an answer. Good morning, Dr. Jennings. I told you I'm gonna give you your uh I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna give you your words as it's, you know, you see it. Uh my soul responds, Dr. Jennings. You know, I wasn't going to steal in nothing like that. And I know you are an author, so I would love to see Dr. Jennings come out with a book. My soul responds. I'm just saying, I'm going to put it out there. We're going to throw that up in the atmosphere and see how uh, Dr. Jennings responds to that. I'm going to throw you an alley-oop. Now, whatever you do with it, Dr. Jennings, is completely up to you. All right, back to it. Just give me my 1%. Um, or let me open at your book signing. I think that's fair. Right. Y'all think that's fair? At least let me open the floor at her book signing of my soul response. All right. I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> All right. The next definition of respond is to say or do something as a reaction to something that has been said or done. That's kind of like it's flipping back and forth and up and down, but it still makes sense. Because, again, the definition says to say or do something as a reaction to something that has been said or done. And the inversion on this is as a reaction. Real simple. Because your soul will respond as a reaction to what you do. I mean, if you're looking at it from an honest perspective, your soul only responds as a reaction to what you do. So when you are crying, your soul will respond to only as the action to what you do. Like, what do you do for you? What have you done for you? What conversations have you had with you? What places have you gone for you? Have you took yourself for a walk? Have you taken yourself for a drive? Have you written a note to you? Have you sat down and spoken to you? Have you actually took the moment to sit down to to speak life into your own life? A lot of times we pour so much into somebody else that we forget that we need to be poured into too. So as a reaction, my soul responds only as a reaction to what I put into it. 
Like, are you prepared for your soul to respond? Like, that's that's like the question. Like, are you prepared for your soul to respond? If not, then just acknowledge that I'm not ready to to heal. I'm I'm not ready to be happy. I'm I'm not I'm not ready to smile right now. It's okay, and it's it. That is an honest statement to make. Like I'm not ready to be. Ha- I'm not ready to be happy. I feel that I have more things to do now. That is honest. It's transparent. But after you say those things, there has to be a response. Like, what are you going to do after you have said that thing? Are you going to make an answer? Because remember the previous definition, it says make an answer. Are you going to make an answer? Are you going to continue to lay down? Don't you know the response to laying down is getting up? (laughs) Because that's what you are responsible for. You may have been in a situation to where you were not. um, What's the word? You were not responsible for how you got knocked down. Like there are some things that you're 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 not in control over. But you are in control over how you get up. You are in control over how you respond. You are in control over with how you are uh, reacting to the things that just taken place. And the next definition is to make a return by some action as if in answer. To make a return by some action as if in an in in answer. And the inversion that I want you to pay attention to. Oh, we can kind of flip this. Um, But I'm going to go red. If you see white over red, then you put how... uh, you see it if you see it red over white then cool listen but if you see white go ahead and drop that down how you see it and i'm gonna read what you say all right so the inversion that i want you to pay attention to is is red over white which is to make a return now definitely pay attention to this because when we get into the etymology of the word respond it's going to enlighten you just a little bit about the origin of the word respond and how you respond to it. I'm just saying. So now when you're looking at the the definition, I mean the inversion of to make a return, I want you to pay, pay attention to it like this. Now, if your soul is in response to the actions that you've taken, It's only going to return you back to the favor, (laughs) right? It's going to return you to to good favor. Because if you were broken, if you were in turmoil, if you constantly and consistently stayed in that trauma, and then you begin to do great things that enlighten you or great things that begin to feed into you and your soul responds to it, It's going to make a return to the moment to where you were not broken and you were whole. I'm just giving you definitions and inverting it for you and putting into something that is as realistic as possible to you. Because your soul responds. 
because it will make a return. Like you're not born in pain. You're not. You're not born in pain. You may be inflicted by pain. But you were not born in pain. So therefore, being that you wasn't born in pain, but you were inflicted with pain or by pain, that means you can make a return back to where the pain didn't exist. But you have to acknowledge those breadcrumbs to get you back to that point. Know about those breadcrumbs that get you back to that moment. To where the pain wasn't as big as it is right now. That was deep. All right. <laughs> now let's tap into this etymology. And this is where the origin of etymology of, of, of respond just hit different for me because I, I just begin to look at it and, and see it differently. So the etymology of the word response, y'all take this and y'all share it because there's someone who needs to, to tap into this, to know that your soul responds and it's only going to respond into what is represented in front of it. It's just like uh, if you're hungry, like you haven't eaten all day and say a commercial comes on with and it shows your favorite dish, like your soul is going to respond like for real, like. Like, mm, I can't wait to get out. I'm about to go eat. That looks good. I'm gonna swing by here or I'm gonna go make that. Your soul responds based by what is in front of its lens. But what if you put the right thing in front of you? What if you put yourself in the right places? The response is going to be different. All right, that's enough. All right, so in old French, again, blaming on the Cumberland County education system. I didn't take French, nor did I take Latin. So if I'm chewing these words up, chew it up and spit it out like bubblegum. All right. So the old French, uh, to me, it says responder. If I said it cool, thank you. I appreciate you. If I said it wrong, just let it go. Roll it off your back. All right. So the old French responder, and it says respond or correspond. And the Latin, which is, uh, looks the same to me, respond there. So it's either right or wrong. I said it right in French or I, said, or I said it right in Latin. I'm just saying. All right. So then it says, from the Latin perspective, it says respond, answer to, or promise in return. I love that part. Promise in return. Again, all the stuff you can look up for yourself. But, but pay attention to the word respond. As you see the word respond, you also see the word correspond. So in the word correspond, what is to correspond? It is to uh, be the same or to match or to almost ex to be exactly the same or, or, or agree or some similarities. As your soul responds you're frightened just as well as your soul responds when you are fearless and courageous I'm going to say that again your soul responds when you're frightened your soul responds when there is fear just like your soul 
can and will respond when you are fearless and courageous. Again, what are you putting in front of your eyes and what are you putting in front of you that is going to allow your soul to respond in a way that is going to be beneficial for you? We talk about we want things, but you don't put the things in front of you to tell you that it is achievable for you to go ahead and assume. What I really love the most is where it says promise in return. And I'm sitting here like, like, where did promise in return come from? Like in the word respond, like I would have never known if I didn't look it up. Like <laughs> promise in return, I would have never thought that to be the word respond. Because there is a sense of empowerment. When you know how you started, right? There's a sense of empowerment when you know why you started down this path of healing. Or when you have started down this 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 path of whatever season that you're in, because there is a promise in return. <laughs> I'm just giving it to you from the etymology perspective, but putting it in a context that is relevant to either you in this moment or it's going to be, or it is going to be relevant to you when it is now in front of your face. So hold on because the promise is going to be in return. The pain is not always forever, but make the answer because the promise is in return. That might be another, that's true. That might be tomorrow. <laughs> promise in return. You know what? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to, that's, that's going to be tomorrow. Promise in return. <laughs> that's tomorrow. Promise in return. All right. So when you come back tomorrow, we're going to be talking about promise in return. All right. So now let's begin to take this process into our deep dive because your soul will respond. Like you can respond in a way that it creates healthy properties for you, that it creates a path that you can actually walk down and to accomplish your goals because the destiny is only achieved by those who are who who have endured during the journey because the destination is the end goal but the journey is the throughput like i will achieve this goal but along the way I have to respond because there will be a promise in return when I get to the end state or when I get to my destination. But I have to trust the journey. I have to trust the steps that I'm taking along the way. I have to trust that the journey is going to give me my promise in return because it told me and I told me that this is going to take place. But I have to believe in it just as much as I can say it. Because a lot of times we believe in things, but we don't say it the same way. So therefore, there is a contradiction between ourselves and what we say and what we do. When there is a contradiction between the two, the journey is filled with obstacles that you're going to always find yourself in. You're going to find yourself in that ditch. You're going to find yourself running into that tree. You're going to find yourself running into the same people and the same person that you thought you got away from. But it's just going to be in a different shape or a different size because you've probably never forgiven yourself from the first time you dealt with that situation. 
that it's just going to change shape and change clothes and reincarnated itself into something that you're still going to have to respond to in order for the promise to be returned. Because far too often we talk about a future you, right? We talk about it, but you can't walk into your future you fractured. That might have hurt somebody, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Because I, I want you to pay attention to that. You cannot walk into your future you fractured. Like you can't even do it in real life, but we're but but we've tried to do it psychologically. We've tried to do it emotionally. We've tried to do it spiritually. Because if you have a fractured leg, you're going to do what? You're going to need a crutch. You're going to have to lean on something. You're going to have to go and, and, and get healed in order for you to be able to move like you know you can, but you can't because there is a fracture. It hurts. Uh, the pain is there. Again, you wasn't born with the pain, but you are inflicted with the pain. Because you can't walk into your future. You fractured is going to hurt. But your soul responds different when it's healed. Don't it? It has no other option but to respond different when it is healed because it becomes it, it is made whole don't you walk different when you feel that you're made whole you're upright the way that you breathe your skin is bright your hair looks different. Your nails look different. The conversations that you're having is different. And then people say, like, man, are you OK? You look good today. You like <laughs> my soul responded because I responded to my pain. Because not everybody that's clapping is actually clapping for you. <laughs> not everybody that's rallying uh, is, is actually there to rally around you. Like, when are you going to start clapping for yourself? When are you going to start surrounding yourself with the right people? I guarantee you, when you are awakened, your inner you, I'll show you what inner peace is. But you have to awaken that for yourself. Why? Because the promise is in return. Your soul responds to forgiveness. Your soul responds to encouragement. It's like your soul responds to fear. Like, what are you feeding the soul right now? What are you feeding your soul? Because it has to be an appetite that allows the soul to, to be nourished or allows the soul to repair itself. Like, take massive actions and feed your soul with the nourishments of your ambitions. Because when you have ambitions, you're going to need that along the way. You're going to need that along the journey. Because when you feed your soul 
the nutrients of your of the natural ambitions that you have, trust me, is going to want to eat it again. The promises in return, because you're going to want to keep doing it and keep going. You're going to want to keep pushing yourself. You're going to make the answers because you're going to respond different because you know what it was like when you was happy. You know what it was like when when you have succeeded, just like you know what it's like when you when you have fear and you know what it's like when you have pain. So now you're going to have to respond different in order for you to come out on the other side, just as healthy as it was when you found yourself hurt. Because trust me again. There is a difference when your soul responds, when you tell yourself, I must, I will, I create. Because now you're taking those options of countering those those thoughts away. Stop denying yourself of the possibilities. Because now, again, when you say, I must, I will. I create. You're possessing it. You're saying, I. I'm not pointing any finger at you because I have to do this for myself because the promise is in return when I actually put in the work. So I must, I will, I create. Those are massive action statements. So put down in the chat, I must, I will, I create. Those are your those are your massive action statements for next year. But start it today. Understand it today because you have 432 hours to prepare yourself for those massive actions. That's what you have to close out 2022 to going into 2023. You have 423 hours to prepare yourself for massive actions. You have about 18 days to prepare yourself for massive actions because let's let's walk into 2023 because the year of of, of massive action is upon you. Yeah, I'll coin that. Y'all can do what y'all want with it, but make sure you give me uh, my credit. 2023 will be the year of massive action. Because you must, you will, and you create. You must, you will, and you create. And when you do those things, the promise will be returned. The promise is yours. Like if you work on this, you get that. If you push for this, you get that. If you communicate like this, you get that response. Don't contradict the two. Because the promise is return. When you put in the work. Take away the option of fear. Acknowledge it. When it rears a little ugly head acknowledge what it is when you feel like it but then create a response to it all right that's enough hey um <laughs> i see y'all tomorrow here at consistency is currency a morning podcast of choice <sighs> all right dr james i see you she said truly internalizing what you want deep in your soul makes you unstoppable 
Because remember, the only thing that can stop you is your thoughts, how you respond to it, what you say when you're saying it, who you're saying it to, are you saying it to you, tapping into you. And then when you no longer tap into that, the promise is in return. All right. I appreciate y'all for being here. I appreciate you for just being and sharing this digital space with me here at your morning podcast of choice. Y'all be blessed. Peace.